Welcome, everybody. It is January 24th, 2023. It is early in the morning. It is cold. It is rainy. It is snowy. And what does that mean? That means the Oscar nominations are in. And of course, there is a podcast about it with myself, Brian Kluger, and the three hosts with the most the people I like to get dressed up with in, in a tux and see movies like My Year of Dicks. And an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. Two short films that are nominated this year. I'm very excited to hear that at the Oscars. But yes, Matt Mungle, Susan Cumyob Stevens, and Preston Barta. What's up, y'all? Hey. I'm so hey. happy you mentioned my year of dicks. <laughs> you, you, you watched the live presentation, didn't you? I, 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 I did not watch the live presentation the live presentation uh yet but i did see that those things were nominated and i was like wait how did my year of dicks and this ostrich told me what to do escape me this year this is crazy i want to see these so i'm very excited to watch these because i have not seen them but can you imagine just hearing that at the oscars my year of dicks i'm very excited right if you, if you watch the the live presentation, Riz Ahmed and Allison Williams kind of struggled to get through those names. They the whole room was cracking up. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, there are some great nominations this year, some big, huge, ugly snubs, and we're all gonna get into it. So let's start right off the bat. Uh, I'll ask a first question for all of you. We'll start with the Matt Mungle himself. Are you excited about these nominations or disappointed in these nominations? Um, I don't, I don't know. I was a little blase about the nominations. I read through them and I was like, okay, you know, it's sad. I had the same reaction that I usually have for the Golden Globe nominations. Where I was, there was a couple times I was like, what the? Mm -hmm. And sometimes like, all right, I get it. And then I'm like, well, where in the world is so-and-so? So it's it's weird. I usually, I have probably the the least excitement for the Oscar noms than I've had in a while. Except for a few exceptions. Except for a few exceptions. I will say that. It's not carte blanche across everything. But overall, I was just a little, eh. A little, eh. Susan, do you think the same thing? No, <laughs> I, I I think there there definitely was a lot of predictability uh, here, um, and I'm annoyed that once again we don't have a female director nominated, especially Sarah Polly. I think if she's going to be nominated for Best Picture and Best Adapted Screenplay, I don't know, like swap. I mean, we'll get into that, but there is definitely a director I'd swap her out for. Uh, so I think there needs to be like some changes there. Um, and there's a lot of great female directors, the Women King as well. But um, I, overall, uh, I think maybe it's just I'm a, I'm biased. I'm a huge Oscar fan, but I was happy to see, um, you know, Top Gun in there. And uh, I'm really happy for everything, everywhere, all at once, like all their nominations and they led. So so you're happy. For yeah. the most part. Okay, you're happy for the yeah. most part. Preston, mm -hmm. Preston, are you ugly crying or are you cheering gleefully? No, I was pretty happy with it. Uh, I side with Susan that there was a few things here and there that I kind of batted my eye at a little bit. But for the most part, I was 
pleasantly surprised uh, that it just went as I wanted it to, especially in like specific categories such as supporting actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I the the biggest surprise or the biggest my biggest wants pretty much happened. Um, okay, and so yeah, I was good. I felt good about it. Good. You felt good. You know what? I felt good about this. I mean, there are some snubs in there, but overall, like the two big things that I really wanted happened and we'll get to that. But hey, Mm -hmm. hey, let's start. Let's start. We got to start writing original screenplay. You got Banshees. You got everything everywhere all at once. The Fableman's Tar Triangle of Sadness. So with these five writing for original screenplay i do believe at least two of these are the top contenders uh is there anything out of these five that should have been taken out and something else put in or is there something you're uh really wanting uh let's start with susan I don't understand the love for tar i don't understand how that's nominated for original screenplay that makes no sense to me. It's based on a true story. There, what what is original about it? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm biased. I didn't like the movie. I didn't whatever. But the menu could have been in there instead of Tar. However, this is going to everything, everywhere, all at once, and rightfully so. So that's fine. So I hope it goes to that. Oh, all right, Mungle, Mungle, any weighing in? Let's weigh in. Um, well, Susan and I have talked. I'm, I'm I'm a fan of Tar. I enjoyed Tar. I've liked its nominations. I will agree that I would I would put the menu in there over Triangle of Sadness or Tar. Um, but I liked Tar because watching it, I kept forgetting that it was fiction. I mean, it did feel like a biopic, like this person existed in the world somewhere. And I guess they have in, in elements, but I don't know. I, I I'm not upset about this. This is probably one of the things where again. Yes, I would have swapped out a couple of things for the menu. Um, I, yeah, but I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I don't know who's going to win it, but I'm cool with the noms. Okay, Preston, Preston. Um, yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once, and Banshees are pretty much the top ones. The other ones could have been anything. Um, there's some films that I really liked this this past year, like Cha Cha Real Smooth and other films kind of like on that that level um but uh yeah i think i think it's going to come down to everything everywhere all at once and banshees so pretty much everything else there is just uh, a seat yeah i agree with that uh i thought the best uh, original screenplay of the year is still banshees uh really yeah, I do. I that's I think that movie writing wise is just next level dark comedy gold, and it's hard to write and keep that tone to walk a fine line. I really like everything, everywhere, all at once. But I think Banshees take overtakes that. But I'd be happy mm-hmm. for both of those to win for sure. Fablemans, whatever. Um, I don't know really why that's in there. Can I ask but, you? Did you guys watch Triangle of Sadness? Anybody watch it? Here? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Okay, because I, I I don't I'm actually happy to see it in there. It, it it is a pretty good original in there, but I would have rather like I think the menu was better. No, I th- I thought the menu was better too. I I am shocked to uh, that the menu is really nowhere to be found. But let's move on to writing adapted screenplay, and 
The one glaring thing here to me is Top Gun Maverick. I mean, I love Top Gun Maverick, but for Oscar for Best Adapted Writing Screenplay, I don't get it. Okay, I know Susan really loves Top Gun Maverick. Are you surprised to see this in Best Adapted Screenplay? I didn't even know it qualified for that. I guess it makes sense. I I was happy. You know, I love Top Gun. However, I mean... uh, I well, some of these I'm I didn't even like living. I just was like okay, and it's a I good have movie, a lot. Susan. It's I, a good movie. You like it. You like it. I thought it was boring. <laughs> um, but all quiet on the Western Front. I guess I got to watch now. Um, did you guys watch that one? Yes. It looks very brutal. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, but my my pick here, as much as I love Top Gun, and I won't be mad if it wins, but I. I got a women talking like that. I was, that's what needed to be there. And that's, I want Sarah Polly so badly to win and give a speech because I was annoyed. She didn't get to say one at the critics choice. Okay. Matt Mungle adapted screenplay. What are you going for? Um, yeah, I'm, I was kind of surprised. Uh, here, here's, here's going to be my, and you can just copy and paste this response. Anytime the whale is left off of a nomination, I'm going to be upset. I would have put the well in there over Top Gun Maverick. And I love Top Gun Maverick. It's one of my favorite films of the year. I love Glass Onion. Uh, Living is an oxymoron because I was dying. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, I I, I wish the well is, I'm just surprised it's not in there. But what of what is in there, as much as I wasn't a huge fan of the movie, as much as everybody else, I think women talking, I would like to see it win. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so about two for women talking. Uh, I can appreciate writing, even if I don't like a movie, I can appreciate how it's written. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, Preston, what you thinking? Women talking, period. Wow, look at you. Women. Am I the only one that wants Glass Onion to win out of all this? Oh, I would love Glass Onion to win. It's not going to. I would stand up and cheer and run around. I would streak with you if it won. That's how excited I would be, but it's not going to. I'll put I that bet not. on. I go ahead. Matt, I don't know if you know this. I do not like Glass Onion. Oh, you went. You're now at. You don't like it at all. Wow. I, I just, just all the love for it. It's just been like, God, it's, it's not that good. It was like uh, mediocre. And whoa. And so you know what? It, I gave it. Three, those I gave that, it three out of five when it came out. As, as much as I liked it, if it would have never gotten nominated for anything, I would have been like, I get it. Yeah. I get why it's not. But it was so much fun. I just had so much fun with this movie. I've watched it three times, and every time I I still find stuff to to really have a good time with. So, is but I could understand why. But if it never got nominated, it's like I go back and watch Clue all the time. That movie's not going to get nominated for anything, but it still is so fun to watch, even though you know what's happening. Right. I, I I'm going with Glass Onion. Uh, I I did like women talking enough and I'm just curious as to why the Batman, if something like Top Gun for adapted screenplay wasn't nominated, it was nominated. The Batman wasn't, but I'm with you, the whale. How is this not adapted screenplay material? It's so good. And then me and Brian for bones and all. Yes. Bones (laughs) and all adapted screenplay, please. And thank you. We loved it. All right. Moving on visual effects. Okay. Uh, here we go. The Batman, Black Panther, Top Gun Maverick, Avatar, and All Quiet on the Western Front. I feel like it has to go to Top Gun Maverick because after watching the bonus features on the Blu-ray and 4K, it's just how do we not uh, 
give it to this because it looks so great. But what what do you think, Preston? Avatar. But that's not I, right. It is yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know. I honestly really don't know why Top Gun Mavericks really there. I recognize it. In other, like it's a big. We're going to get to some of the big surprises down the down the line um, here soon. But I don't think it needs to be there. Most of it's done practically, and it looks really good with cameras set up in the cockpit and the editing. And things like that, but I don't know about visual effects. Uh, Bat- Batman's better than that, but I-, I I think I'm the only one who really loves loves Avatar, and I just don't see how you nominate or give it to anything else. Uh, okay, that one. so is somebody going to be on my side, Matt or Susan, with this? Who's going first? <laughs> Matt, Susan, nope. All right, I'll, I'll just, I always, all these technical categories, I always default to Preston. I always do. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, visual effects, it's like, what did I visually enjoy? Even though I know that that's, that's different, but I, I don't know. The Batman, and to me, the Batman and Top Gun are far better than, I don't know. I don't know what I would have put in there or taken out. I, I, I think I Top Gun and the Batman looked better visual <laughs> effects wise than... But All is it how it looked time. or what are, are, are the, the technique that went in to create how it looks? That's what confuses me about these categories. Well, I don't know like if you can like make a movie look amazing, but didn't a lot go into it. Or well, like, there's a lot of effects that create what you're seeing. I, I think it's just like visual effects that look great, you know, and but uh, that's like cinematography. What's the difference then with cinematography and visual effects? Cinematography is more about lighting. And like how the film framing. is framed. Yeah. But it so, all means it looks good. That's why I say Top Gun deserves those other categories because but not visual effects. It's framed really well, and the editing's really good. But when you're breaking down the visual effects, what is it? The with the the last third of the movie with the 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 rocket launchers shifting toward them, like I I don't really know what all they actually. Because I feel like this is like special effects more so that that tends to kind of uh, most inform what's going to win here. Um, Batman has a lot of really good practical effects, but then they do. I think it's more noticeable all the painting that they do, like the matte painting with some of the visual effect, uh, some of the backgrounds and things like that is more noticeable than Top Gun. I don't know why Black Panther's in there. Uh, I mean, I do understand why it is, just because it's a big movie, but I don't think it's a well-rendered visual uh, special effects film. Uh, That's why I say Avatar. Uh, I can't say that I really noticed All Quiet on the Western Front, but maybe that's some of the magic there that uh, obviously they didn't put people in too many explosions and things like that, but... um, Avatar is probably the most noticeable to me that having to purely create so much, so much of the environments. All right. Uh, I disagree, but Susan be the voice of reason here. Well, you're not going to like what I have to say, Brian, <laughs> um, because <laughs> I pretty much agree with Preston. on Avatar. Oh, I didn't love no. it as much as Preston did, but I did like Avatar way of water. I, I had fun with it. And, you know, I hated the first Avatar, but I thought The Way of Water was 
a lot of fun. It was beautiful. I think it was really pretty. Um, I thought visually it was great. So that's definitely, I don't want it to win best picture, but yeah, I think it sh- should absolutely win visual effects. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping the Batman or Top Gun, but um, I won't I mean, be mad I, if those I wouldn't ones. be upset either. Yeah. 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 Sweet. All right. Sound, the sound design stuff. Top Gun, Elvis, the Batman, Avatar, all quiet. I still think that the Batman and Top Gun for sound probably should win here. Uh, Maybe all quiet, but I don't know why Elvis is on here. Uh, Because of the mixing that they did for the music, how it gave that more modern approach with like the the heavy metal, like when he's first introduced and he starts moving his legs, the way that they put in like distortion and stuff yeah. like that, it's mixed really well. Okay. So do you think that is good enough to win over Top Gun or the Batman or even your avatar? Um, uh, I my, my pick's the Batman because every time I watch that uh, in theaters, I began to notice things like the rain and the way that it just really matches the different environments. Like if you really go back and listen to that, especially if you watch it with like headphones on, it's really incredible what they can do in that. Um, Elvis, like I said, is mixed really well. Top Gun's mixed pretty well. You can hear the them talking with um, them going at G-Force. Um, but I, I feel like it usually goes to war films or like the loudest best popular action film so i think it's going to come down between all quiet and top gun okay matt what do you think um yeah i kind of agree with the batman and i, I agree what preston was saying i always loved the uh, ambiance like um the last blade runner movie to me had the best sound like it's yeah. if you listen to that even at home and surround it's like you're just the rain and the wind and everything is just so perfect and I felt like that with the Batman. Uh, Top Gun Maverick had the same effect. So, yeah, I think it's between those two. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to win, but I would pick between those two. And Susan? Yeah, I'm actually a little nervous now that All Quiet is in there because it does go to a lot of war films. I haven't seen All Quiet yet, so I don't know. But um, I would love to see Top Gun win. I think that what they did is very deserving but i won't be mad if batman wins because i do agree with everything preston said about the you know like the rain and there's a lot of details to it but um i'm i'm pulling for top gun okay so with all the top gun nominations do you think tom cruise shows up to the oscars this year oh he is because best picture and he's a producer okay all right all right be the one award he hasn't showed up to any of the award shows so we'll see if it, I forget if he's nominated for a SAG. But he's working on all the Mission Impossible stuff. Have they wrapped on that? Because he's bit this dude is busy all the time. Yeah. Well, I don't think he I, think I don't think he general, buys into the whole celebrity award thing. I don't think that's well, his he's, vibe. He's not into the globes, that's for sure. <laughs> so right. Yeah. No, he gave his well, globes back. Right. All right. Um, live action short film. Has anybody seen any of the live action short films? No, um, not yet. I haven't watched any of the short films in any category yet. I usually do that right before the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with the, so with live action and animated, I mean, we just, 
I feel like we all collectively have to watch my year of dicks and an ostrich told me the world is fake. And I think I believe it for animated mm-hmm. short film, just because of the titles alone. Uh, I did watch the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse, which is on Apple TV plus for animated short film. And it's very sweet and very simple animation. Yeah, and I did. I did like watch it. that one. And, and it's going to be hard to top that emotionally. There is right. that, that film was still short film was incredible. It was, uh, but yeah, animated short film, live action, short film. We don't know, but just to hear people read my year of dicks is going to be excellent. Brian's okay. favorite. My, my you know, if favorite. This, if, that, if this movie would have been called the year of Richards, you wouldn't even mention it. You wouldn't even know. know it existed. You wouldn't care that it existed. <laughs> and you're watching, it's going to be like a biopic of like Richard Nixon and, it, but Nick it's not. It's it's a short. It's a like, short oh. animated film about like a fifteen year old girl and losing her virginity. Nah, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So there's that. Kelly, go have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, production design. I always like this because I love how films look in the background. I like how that make you immerse you mm. into their cinematic masterpiece so you have all quiet on the western front again you have avatar which so dumb babylon i get it that's old school hollywood you have elvis i get that because boz lerman is production design man and then you have the fablemans which i get but I don't know if I would give it to any of those. Really, I feel like I would have done either the menu or the Northman. Uh, the Northman, yes, the Northman uh, as well. Which, uh, yeah, it's crazy to me. Production design. I don't know where I would go on this. I guess if I had to say it, I would be like, okay, Babylon or Elvis for real. But those would not be my top picks at all. Matt, w- w- production design. Where, where are you going? Where are you coming from? Uh, I'm always going to go with Babylon. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite films this year. And and I'm always going to pick Babylon over like Avatar because I picture somebody creating these amazing designs and then somebody just sitting there painting something on a computer. To me, that's, a, and I know they're both talent. I know they're both art. I know they're both creative. But I'm always going to pick a Babylon or an, an Elvis or even a Fableman's over like Avatar. Um, so You're I'm like, it's the ocean. Ugh. so yeah babylon to me just and every every scene was different as they moved to different elements they had to create movies within movies within movies it was like um once upon a time in hollywood there was all of this layering that was going on that i got to go with babylon okay i like it i like it susan um i agree i think babylon deserves it here for sure uh even over elvis no babylon all the way uh I was surprised that, well, just because Black Panther, like Wakanda Forever wasn't in this category because that's been getting some nominations. But I mean, I still would pick Babylon. So I, I hope it gets it. I'm shocked by all the snubs for Babylon because I, I did mm-hmm. think it was good. So um, I really want it to get the wins that there's a couple other things I think it should win, too. So, yeah, I, I hope it gets it here. Preston, Golden Showers and Babylon. Is that what you're going for? Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, pretty much what what Matt was saying about how the environments kind of inform the tone, especially like the bit with Tobey Maguire, like how just it could go from all these different movie sets inside of different in, like just different interiors, like they have different feels to them. Um, 
Yeah, th that one would, if I could just pick anything out of any movie, it would be Babylon. Good deal. I think out of all of that, I would go Babylon as well. Um, yeah. So let's hope. Uh, next to music, original song. Are we all excited and we do we all want to win RRR Natu Natu? Uh, I do for sure. I mean, I, I have to now. Uh, you have to. You don't want it. Um, I would. Oh, I would want Chow Papa. Yeah, Chow Papa would have been oh. hands down. But of what's nominated, yeah, and I'm excited. I, I loved RRR. I, I'm glad this film is not the song is nominated, and I want them to win. Um, so yeah, of this five, I would have picked them for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's yeah. got to win something. Diane Warren's going to be really upset with you, <laughs> right? I mean, I did. I did like you know. I like David Byrne. Um, I like uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, mm. I do like that. But this is pretty cool. Uh, that Natu Natu's on there. Like, I I feel like it's almost like that the South Park thing where you know the song was nominated. You know, it's like oh, the whole movie's nominated basically. But I would have hoped. Uh, RRR would have gotten more, but I'm happy, very happy that Natu Natu, because that scene from RRR with Natu Natu is so much fun. Yeah. Is anybody surprised that Taylor Swift's not in there? Uh, I mean, for crawled ads? I mean, I'm, I'm not, because I'm just not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm just happy that all of these songs beat out Taylor Swift. Oh, I like <laughs> Taylor Swift. So I, I, I don't really know what Tell It Like a Woman is. No so idea. Was, I don't know. That was like, confusing to me like when i saw it's because it's a I... diane warren it's because she oh, signed all those records or magazines for us okay yeah. <laughs> every year she tries yeah, she gets writer's um, cramp at the end of hey every better year. better her to get it than uh what was it 13 lives to get anything because oh, they campaign so poor, hard for 13 lives oh man they really tried they um did. Yeah, I, I, yeah, this, I, not too, not too. I agree with Brian. That scene was so much fun. And yeah. this is a great song. It is good. And then I feel like with this, if this wins, that means like the movie one. It's just right. in my head. That, it's like, it's good. No, that exactly. I I know we haven't gone to that category yet, but it's such a snub. So, yeah. I mean, but I guess we'll talk about it, but still, yes. Absolutely. And, and Preston, you're for not too, not too. You know, I still haven't seen RRR. So, oh, um, Preston, you're gonna love that movie. <laughs> I know I'm waiting till I can see it in theaters. I know it's been on Netflix for a while, but I really want to see it in theaters just because I've heard. So, I think Texas Theater or something is going to be showing them in February. So, I want to go catch it in a theater if I can. Well, let it's me know because I'd watch it with you. Okay. All so right. So, that'll inform that. But I guess right now, I really like This is a Life. I think that song's great and everything everywhere all at once. Um, so I guess until I see RRR and Ken, I'll let you know. Cool. All right. Original score. I'm a huge original score fan. I love it. I love the soundtracks. I love the beautiness of it. And I'm just curious. I feel like there's some snubs on here considering mm -hmm. with the Batman and the Northman. Mm -hmm. uh, but Pinocchio. I and Pinocchio. 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 Yeah. Pinocchio. That would have been my pick to probably win. Uh, but no. <laughs> Babylon. Uh, Batman's been my favorite score all year. So it, it is that is so good. <laughs> and yeah. it, it, is this the first year or like one in recent memory where like a John Williams score just didn't do it for you? Yeah, it's like 25 minutes of actual score in that movie. Right, right. Matt, what do you think? 
Um, I'm going with with Babylon. Yeah, nothing. I've been Pinocchio's been on my mind so much that I haven't really thought about anything else. So now I'm having to reboot and readjust and rethink. So I, I don't know. I would just off the top of my head, I would go with Babylon. Okay. All right. I, I think I would do Babylon or Banshees. I thought Banshees score was excellent. That's a good one. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So uh, I would, I'm going to be upset if John Williams wins here, but it's his retirement because he's retiring. I see. I thought I read an article saying he's not. Um, no, I saw an interview with uh, Laura Dern and she was talking about it. So I'm pretty sure he's retiring. Interesting. Okay. All right. Musical score. All right. Makeup and hairstyling, always a fun category. I am so excited that Batman is nominated. Yes. And I am so excited the whale is nominated. I want it to be one of those two so much because, I mean, Brendan Fraser, because people are like, is that really Brendan Fraser? I'm like, no. No, people have asked me. They said, man, he's gained a lot of weight. I was like, he's not that he big. A, he had a little bit of weight on him, but not, <clears throat> yeah. not that not much. That. So with for the fact that is what's happening, I feel like that should win. But I'd also be for the Batman, for the sole fact that they made Colin Farrell so unrecognizable and so great, I would want that to win. So the Batman and the Whale for me. So Matt, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The Batman or the Whale. I'd be fine with either one of those. I don't know why All Quiet on the Western Front is in there for makeup and hairstyling. I guess it's through dirt on. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking I'm like that thing is is that the most nominated film this year? No, it's, it's everything. Everything everywhere all at oh, once yeah. with eleven. So Banshees they have to be close. in that one or nine. Yeah. Stupid. Well, I haven't seen it, but still I don't get it. <laughs> Susan makeup and hairstyling? I actually agree with you, Brian, completely. I think I would, Whale is my first choice just because I, I mean, the detail on Brendan Fraser and just how close we see him throughout that whole film. It's just so important that they got that makeup right. Um, but if Batman won, I'd be ecstatic too. Right. Yeah. And Preston? Same thing. Uh, what, what Susan said about, just centering on the single performance and making him look as authentic as possible down because Brendan Fraser all up and down this campaign has been talking about how much like scientific scientifically they wanted to get it right. Logically they wanted to get it right. So that he could feel the weight of it and, and that greatly informed his performance and get, gave it more authenticity but batman has like such a variety to it to having colin farrell being a in a suit and then you have very iconic looks to me at least because batman was my favorite movie of last year um with the leaving the eye shadow the mascara and everything around uh, bruce wayne's eyes and then catwoman's look um so I think there's a lot of variety there. So I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset either way if if uh, Batman or the Whale won. Okay, all right. I would I would ex be excited if the Batman in the Whale won. I would be upset if Elvis won. Oh God, yeah. I would actually like to see the movie Batman in the Whale. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Whale repellent. 
Let's let's write it. All right. <clears throat> International feature film. I feel like I want to announce this category or like uh, present this category just because I want to say Captain EO instead of EO and get the Michael Jackson reference in there, but it won't happen. But All Quiet on the Western Front, Argentina, 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. Um, it seems like All Quiet on the Western Front is nominated so much that this probably will win. And we'll get to that because I don't feel like an international feature film should also be nominated for a best picture either. I just feel like that's double whatever, but um, really? yeah. Um, you feel that same way with animated too, when animated gets in there? I mean, they put the animated category on itself. So, I mean, if they didn't want to do that, put them all in best picture. So I don't know, but international feature film, I think, I really liked Argentina in 1985. Uh, and I liked All Quiet on the Western Front for what it was, but I think I would go with Argentina. Uh, Preston, what are you going with? Um, I could see All Quiet on the Western Front being the win. Uh, I have not seen Argentina in 1985, but it has seemed to have a lot of traction this year. I did love Close. It was really good. I've heard good things about EO. Um, I'm interested in it just because of, a story taking place primarily from a uh, animal's perspective. Uh, the Quiet Girl, I have not seen. I've heard really good things about. A lot of my film critic friends have put it at near the top of their list, so I am curious about it. So I don't, I can't really make the best decision for this category, but just based on the talk and the nominations overall, probably all quiet. All right, Matt Mungle. Uh, this is another one of those categories where I made a big mistake. Um, I saw RRR and I was like, I don't need to watch anything else. <laughs> Nominate and I'm like, oh crap, now I gotta go watch a bunch of stuff. Um, so yeah, I think from this, since RRR is not in there, um, all quiet on the Western Front. Uh, I like the way it looked. I, I just don't know if the story was, I mean, I don't know. Argentina, like Preston said, Argentina 1985 has a lot of momentum. So it's gonna, I think it's gonna come down between those two. Okay. But I really need to watch the rest. Okay. I mean, I liked EO as well, but I think I liked Argentina and All Quiet better. Uh, Susan, any any suggestions? Um, I kind of was the same way. I watched RRR and I didn't think, I thought it was going to be the like clear winner. So I'm, st I'm still shocked it's not nominated. But Preston, you said that they didn't submit for Best International. They only submitted. But why didn't they submit both like these other? I, I don't know why. <laughs> it seems like a pretty bad miscalculation on their part. Yeah. Um, may, maybe it would have created more momentum within the actual awards itself if they had done it that way. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it was pretty dumb to not do yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bummer because I think our... RRR is a really great film. I would have loved to for it to win here, which is why I want it to win Best Song. But um, clearly, All Quiet on the Western Front, if you're nominated for Best Picture, you're going to get, I mean, that, that'll that be like crazy if it doesn't get Best International. Um, so I'm going to say that's going to win. Uh, I plan on watching Close because uh, the story really um, intrigues me and I feel like I'd like it. So It's really um, good, isn't it? Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to really like that movie. So that's probably what I'll probably like more. <laughs> um, but I, my ballot will say All Quiet on the Western Front. Has anybody else seen The Quiet Girl? I have not seen The Quiet Girl. I, I need to see it then because yeah. I've been really curious. 
All right. I'm excited. All right. Film editing, Banshees, Elvis, everything, everywhere, all at once, Tar and Top Gun. I feel like it's either going to be everything, everywhere or Top Gun. I would be happy with either of those. I think I secretly want Top Gun to edge it out because the film editing and that is so good. Uh, But yeah, everything, everywhere or Top Gun. Susan, that's what you're thinking. I, I completely agree with you. Uh, when I first watched Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, I was like, this is the best edited film yeah. of the year. I don't know how that's going to get topped, but technically there's a lot, especially with sound and, um, you know, obviously the, the plane, the cockpit, all that stuff with uh, Top Gun Maverick. So, yes, secretly I want, not even secretly, I, I would like Top Gun to get it, um, but like that's like a smidge over everything because if everything wins i'll be just as ecstatic it's gotta go and i can i just say i'm once again why is tar here what what <laughs> just please they did a really good that. job of putting together those five shots in the film what editing <laughs> what that had to be the, i'm sorry i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it either i don't i, I, mean, I don't get it either when you cut from a conductor to a celloist yeah. and back uh-huh. to a conductor <laughs> Right. Come on. <laughs> Come Literally, on. So doing Babylon. Better edited than Tar, but whatever. It's it's here's why it's best editing. Kate Blanchett wasn't in the movie. But that made it look like she was. She wasn't in any scene. The editor in everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want, Matt? Um, again, this is one of those where I can appreciate talent, whether I like the movie or not. So I think everything, everywhere, all at once will probably win. Top Gun was amazing, too. So it's going to be those two. Okay. And I'm fine with either one. Impressing you're, you're on board. Yeah, between those two, for sure. I think I'm leaning more towards everything, everywhere, all at once, just because of I just look at that movie and I feel like it's impossible to try to put that together. The construction of it stands out more to me than the screenplay itself. Um, As happy as I am that it uh, made its way in there, but I think just trying to piece that film together, I don't know how, I wouldn't even know where to begin with that. Top Gun, there's a lot of mathematics with trying to be in the cockpit and then show from the outside in the way that it just seamlessly moves from one to the other without losing the geography and things like that it's pretty impossible to me as well but it's a little more classic i would say in in that regard um so i like the fresh and newness like the avant-garde feel of everything all once uh so i i would pull more for that one but i would be happy with either one because that makes sense to me well said well what said. Did this, what did the critics choice give editing to do you remember i thought um, it was top yeah. gun but I was thinking it was Top Gun as well. I don't remember. But best did editing, it... everything everywhere all at once. Oh, oh really? Got it. I thought it was okay. Top Gun. Well, I guess so. There you go. All right. Did anybody see any of the documentary feature films or the documentary short films yet? Not yes. Yet. Okay. Yeah, probably Susan did. Yeah. Uh documentary short. I'm a Oh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm a big fan of Stranger at the Gate. I saw the Martha Mitchell effect. It was okay. Um, but the Stranger at the Gate, I think, was, I just really like that story. I don't know the other ones. Um, and I really liked Fire of Love, for, but I don't know. All the Beauty and the Bloodshed could really take that one, too. Or even 
Nevalani. I can't ever say that one, but I like, I think Fire of Love is, is good. Okay. All right. I gotta, I gotta see these. Um, all right, so we're get, we're we're coming up to uh, some big ones, but here is directing. I'm sure there's going to be some some words here. Directing Martin McDonough for Banshees, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Sh- well, Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Spielberg for Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness. Um, I am happy about two of these five. Um, I mean, Todd Field for Tar, it would just, it, he's not going to win, but I just, somebody who was in Eyes Wide Shut winning in the Oscar, it would be hilarious to me. But, uh, I mean, with what's nominated, I really hope it's Everything Everywhere All at Once or Banshees, more so Everything Everywhere All at Once. But I feel like there were better directed movies than what's on here. So I know Susan... You probably have something to say, what you got to say. Well, you know who I'm going to weed out here because I don't get it. <laughs> Todd <laughs> Field for Tar, that would be my immediate swap. Put Sarah Polly um, for best director. Like, seriously, I I don't I don't get it. But um, I don't know how much for Triangle of Sadness either. Um, that was a surprise I mean, one. Yep, that like. Was. I like a surprise, but I don't think that would be it's not the, a good one. The best one. It's not a good surprise. Yeah, I just feel like there's be- again, there were better directed. Like the Batman and the Northman were better directed than Triangle of Sadness and Tar to me. And I, I would even put Damien in there for Babylon. I mean, oh yeah. yeah. He, should, he yeah. should really be in there. No, yeah, that's yes, the big absolutely. shocker for me. Absolutely. Damien Chazelle should be in there over those bottom two. Um, or even Top Gun, I think, was better directed than yeah. those two. Like, seriously, Great. it just it's weird. Um, but this one for me, uh, easily uh the Daniels for everything everywhere all at once. That's um I will be very upset if they don't win. I would I would too, Preston. Um the same. Uh, I think the Daniels just being in there is my very top choice. I guess Martin McDonough would be under that, but just so you know, Matt, it's it's way the gap is very large, um, just because <laughs> I think everything everywhere all at once was the best directed film of the year. Yeah, everything I echo everything that everyone else has said about just anything else really could have so many better films could have been in place of the for me the bottom three uh, as yeah. much as I do like Spielberg, but yeah, definitely yeah. The bottom two. Agreed, Matt. Um, yeah, of what's on here, I mean, I, again, I have to go with the fact that to direct everything everywhere all at once, I mean, that, that, that's, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot to direct. So you you got you to gotta give due where due is needed. Um, so, yeah, I, I would be fine with that. I think I think it's like like Preston just said, I think there's first place and then there's a tie for a four way tie for a second. Oh, What's I don't know there? if I call that a four-way tie. <laughs> that's, that's I mean, there's parts tie. of there's parts of Tar that are just as well directed as parts of the Banshees. Maybe not overall, but there's there's strong elements in all of those. I mean, but the again, scene I think tar... the biggest. Go go ahead, sorry. No, I was just gonna say the biggest thing to me is who's not on there. That's the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. Miss. What were you gonna say, Preston, about Tar? 
just that scene, like to me, the best scene of Tar is when she's in that classroom and it's that single shot, just being able to direct that. So there's there's a lot of things about Tar, even though it wasn't my favorite. And immediately after I saw it, because I saw it when everybody was saying it was like it was at the very top of their list. It was like that and After Sun, which both of those films don't really make much sense to me mm-hmm. as to why they're in the position that they are. But there's a lot that I can appreciate with the directing of both of those films, actually, that uh, I I can see why they're there. They're just not my my top choices for those uh, areas. So I would I would be upset if 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 Todd Field won, um, but I guess he deserves to be there in some capacity. Well, let me ask you. I'll ask Preston since he's the only really huge proponent. I guess Susan is too. But should James Cameron be in there? Um. Uh- I, I'm okay that he's not like it's it's that that wasn't the person that I was like oh man I can't believe he's not in there because again that's yeah. I mean I know that's it's involved but that's I'd give him more like visual. I mean it was only <laughs> 13 years of his life <laughs> yeah I don't know no no not for me I, I I like I said the ones we mentioned before were more to me snubs than than James Cameron yeah, right. I wasn't upset that he wasn't included. I was just more upset that Sarah Pauly wasn't in there. Um, Same. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right, let's move on to costume design, fun category. There's Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, everything everywhere all at once. And then Miss Harris goes to Paris, which would be <laughs> hilarious if that one. It's uh, like jackass winning makeup. Yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> So uh, is this Babylon, Black Panther, Elvis, or Everything Everywhere All at Once? I I don't know. Out of those four, I feel like it could go to any of those because those are pretty all strong contenders. Uh, what, what do y'all think? Um, I, I would assume because Black Panther is sweeping here that it's going to go to Black Panther, um, which I'm okay with. Uh, I'd be a little nervous about Elvis getting in there, um, but I'm I I would pick Black Panther. Okay, all right, Preston. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd agree with Black Panther, but I I'm still kind of rooting for everything, everywhere, all at once, <laughs> a little bit too, just because of the variety with that one too. Uh, there's certain. Uh, uniforms and dress ups that are really iconic too um in that one and just when they go to these alternate realities and things like that especially with the daughter with what she's wearing when they get to the bagel scene the giant bagel like it it's you could really just kind of take a picture of each of those different sections and just kind of be in awe of what they accomplished there but i i guess i could kind of do the same thing with Black Panther a little bit when it goes to the underwater world and all these different places that they go to. So it stands out. Um, so yeah, between, between those two, but Elvis, like Susan said, could come in. Um, there's a lot of, uh, I guess like also I'll use the word iconic with that too. Like we, we know some of those wardrobes we, uh, Elvis made it famous. And so to see that on screen and see it such play such a big part in the story, uh, I could see it coming in as the as the 
the John Turturro in uh, Mr. Deeds kind of way sneak up on you. Okay, Matt. Yeah, I agree with all that from both sides. Um, costume design, though, to me, I think it has to be original. I agree that we Elvis had these iconic costumes, so they're really duplicating what was already there. Nobody yeah. had to create something original like we see everywhere else. Uh, but I, I would still not be surprised if Elvis won. Babylon, I love, but I think it's too subtle. So I think yeah. it's going to be either everywhere all at once or Black Panther. Black Panther seems to be the obvious choice. It would be fun. Marvel winning Oscars. There you go. Cinematography. Cinematography. I feel mm. like this is the least thrilling, most underwhelming cinematography ever. Yeah. Like, this is just I dumb. I can't believe it. I it's, cannot believe it. <laughs> like, why? There's so many other better movies to be in here, and this is what they came up with? What is happening, Preston? Why? <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I have not seen Bardo. I think you have, right, Brian? Yes, and yes, Susan, I did see Bardo. Seen yeah. it too? No, I haven't seen Bardo. Matt, have you seen it? Um, I mean, I like the way that uh, Inierta's films look, but I don't, j just from the talk of the season, it just didn't seem like it was like a huge, it was on the list, but it wasn't high up on the list. Um, All Quiet in the Western Front, I, I can understand that. Um, cause it, it really is a well-shot war film. Um, Elvis, I don't know why it's there. I don't know that, either. Good God. That, that one I would take off empire of light. I love Roger Deakins, but not as best. I, I've, it, yeah. It's not as best. The story wasn't that great. Um, and tar. I've seen, how is I've, tar not in there? It is there. I know. I said, how is tar in there? You did it say has the one shot. <laughs> oh, oh, good God. <laughs> but I don't know how, I don't get how Tarzan. I'm there. very upset that <laughs> Nope is on there. The Batman, especially the Batman. I thought seeing that in March, I was like, man, that was a better shot film than a lot of the films that came out the year prior. Um, so that in Top Gun, like Top Gun should be in there. Yes. For all the reasons that you were talking about, Brian, with the special features and how they came up, they made cameras specifically. Uh, even Babylon should be in there. Um, so, yeah, it's like they went with all the weakest ones to me. Um, and all Which the best so ones weird. are not on there. So weird. Matt, what do you have to say? I was going to say, did they go with the, the cinematographer themselves? Did it, was a lot of this uh, not so much based on the film, but who did it? Because some of this looks like, like you said, they've done better films, but they're nominated here. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't know. This is, this is weird. Even before we signed on, I was telling Brian, I was like, I got to find out what's going on with this because none of this makes sense to me. So of everything here. I mean, I don't know. I guess you just give it to Elvis and call it a day. I don't, I don't Jackass know. 4 had better cinematography been... than any of these to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, maybe All Quiet on the Western Front might get it because of the expanse. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i at a loss for this one. I am too. Susan, weigh in. I, I, I was very disappointed in this. I cannot believe that Top Gun was not in here. That would have been my vote. I would so have been crazy. thrilled with Batman. It just doesn't seem like Batman is getting the love it deserves. So, but that I, I thought Batman cinematography was probably the best of the year overall. That's why I just, again, Top Gun just seemed like it would get it here. So now 
I didn't like Elvis's cinematography. No, I didn't even like it. So I I'm not that I'm not picking that. Um, I just hated Empire of Light as a movie in general. Um, we all know how I feel about Tar. And uh, I didn't watch Bardo. I'm going to watch All Quiet. I think just, I guess, All Quiet. Like, I, just based on what I know what it's about. And I'm assuming it was, you said it was well shot. So mm-hmm. I guess let's let's give it to them. Because I'll it. be annoyed if Elvis gets it. <laughs> yeah, and I, got a, I got a quick question. I don't know how this works. I know animated is different, but like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, there's a lot of lighting and, and structural. I mean, to me, that's yeah. a, a beautiful yep. cinematography. Is yeah, in, is you're that, very is right. Even so, I, I don't know. I don't know where they came up with this. It seems like this they is... got it wrong. I think they. It seems like they when they tallied up all the scores, they m- mistaken took like the bottom t- t- five instead of the yeah. top five. <clears throat> and I don't yeah. know. That's what it, the... is, it look. That's the one category that looks like the mistake category. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. All right, animated feature film. I would be so excited for Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, to win an Oscar. Good God. But I feel like it's going to be Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. But oh my God, do I want Puss in Boots to win this so much. Preston. Uh, Pinocchio, it's uh, Pinocchio for sure. Uh, under that for me would be Marcel. Uh, I did like Puss in Boots quite a bit. Um, because my son loves it, he worships that movie right now. Very obsessed with death. A lot of questions about death because of that character death. Um, I liked the Sea Beast. That was a big surprise to see it in there. I don't really know what else. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Apollo Ten and a Half, but that just didn't quite have the momentum it needed to be in this awards race. Sadly, um, I guess Wendell and Wild made the Critics' Choice in that spot. Um. But uh, turning red wasn't wasn't, great. The, wasn't a huge huge fan of it, but I'm it deserves to be in there. Um, so I guess it's the list that it's in right now is my exact list. I would put it in. <laughs> okay, and Matt, Matt, the the person that hates children's and animated films. I mean, I know you like Pinocchio, but <laughs> where are you on this? When you, you know, I, because you hate these movies. I, I know it's not yeah, a movie, like but this. I, I want to see Velma in there next year. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, if it wasn't for Pinocchio, I would be, I would be Puss in Boots all the way. I mean, I love the character since Shrek. I loved the first film. I think Puss in Boots is just so well written and it's just, it's funny. It's funny for every age group. I'm like Preston, Milo loved it. We loved it. But it's going to be hard to beat Pinocchio. That was a special, beautiful film. Yeah, agreed, Susan. Yeah, uh, I would have. I if Pinocchio wasn't in this, I actually really love Puss in Boots. I I was so happy for it. Like I was just so happy that it was as good as it was. And um, yeah, and I think and I'm glad how well it did in the box office too. So I I did love Marcel with the shoes on as well. But I think because I'm just like if I go like. Something about Puss in Boots feels more like an, an, I know, I guess I'm a little confused by the animation with Marcel because there's like real people in there too, but I'm, I, that's fine. I still. It's kind of like stop motion a little bit with her, with the movement. It's just like, you can see they use natural light in real environments instead of building ones like they did for Pinocchio and a lot of other stop motion films. So um, yeah. No, it's yeah. I, Pinocchio I, I just, or Puss in Boots, yeah. 
Right, right, right. I, I, I think it should go to Pinocchio, though, because Pinocchio literally moved me to tears and it was so much work was put into that. And I really want to see them win um, Best Animated. And plus, they, it's always fun will. to see Guillermo Toro up on stage talking. He's a humble guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's great. great. He's awesome. All right. Actress in a supporting role. I can't remember the last time where literally every nomination I'm happy for and I would want to win. However, that being said, I want Hong Chow to win. She deserves to win. I'd be happily, I'd be happy with Angela Bassett for Black Panther, happy with Carrie Connon for Banshees, and happy with Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hugh. Uh, for everything, everywhere, all at once. But I want Hong Chow for the whale to win this. Susan. Um. So I, it's hard because Angela Bassett's kind of on a winning streak. And it's because Hong Chow, I don't think she was nominated in the last two awards. She shows was not. Like, so now it's going to be really interesting when the SAGs happen. Because I always say with the acting categories, the Screen Actors Guild is really what you got to pay attention to because the majority of those people who vote are the ones who are voting for the Academy because actors the in the Academy are the ones voting for the actor roles, not like whatever other people. So that's a big tell all. So, and that happens. It changes the script. Um, the year that uh, I forgot her name, but the actress from Minari who won supporting actress, the, oh, the grandmother girl, yeah, the grandmother, the girl from Borat's movie. God, what was that movie called? I'm blanking on the name of the Borat, the other Borat movie. Subsequent movie film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subsequent movie film, whatever it was. Well, she was like a front runner, but then the they changed the script and it went to the uh, one from Minari, as as I think she deserved it more, anyways. So that's why I'm like, I, I agree. Hong Chow, I'm not going to rule her out. I think Angela Bassett is going to get it still. However, um, just because she has more momentum, um, but we'll, I, I have a different theory with the the next category, but um, I really, I, if I was personally choosing who I think was the best supporting actress this year, it is Hong Chow. So my heart wants Hong Chow, but I'm totally happy if Angela wins and I'm yeah. Yeah. So I don't, okay. I'll see how the SAGs go, but yeah. All right. Matt, Mungle, are you Hong Chow number one? I am. I've been saying that since day one. Um, there was a couple of times she wasn't nominated for things, and I thought it was a just a travesty. So, yeah, she was always one of my front runners. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, if Angela Bassett wins, she did an amazing job. In fact, she was the glue. Without her, I don't know if Black Panther Wakanda Forever would even have been. Should have been all about her. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, they they, yeah. they made some some errors in there, I think, with how the story went. But anyway, yeah, I'd be happy with her. But yeah, it's Hong Chow all the way for me. And Preston? Same. Um, I think Angela's going to win it for sure at this point. But I was just so... This was the category that I was most happy about because of Hong Chow and Stephanie Hugh. Uh, I think they're both really terrific. And I was worried that they were going to get ignored and shut out of this because it seemed like the other three with Angela, Carrie Condon and Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm, I'm very happy for Jamie Lee Curtis, even though she's probably not my favorite performance out of that entire film, but just the fact, I think this is her first nomination ever, which is crazy. Wow. Um, so I, I was very happy that she got in there. Um, so I'm, I'm just happy for a lot of the, a lot of these uh, women that they got, that they were nominated, but it seems like Angela has the most, 
attraction at this point, but Hong Chao winning would be like uh that would be worth streaking over, Brian. Yes, yes, we're all going streaking if Hong Chao wins. All right, we'll send that to her. Actress in a leading role. Here we go. Michelle Yo, everything everywhere all at once. Michelle Williams, Fablemans, Andrea Riseborough in to Leslie, Kate Blanchett in Tar, and for fuck's sake, Anna de Armas <laughs> in Blonde. Go <laughs> shit. Uh, I mean, good God, man. I mean, Michelle Yo all the way. 100 billion percent for me i don't know why anna de armas is in here that's so stupid but please somebody talk me off this ledge <laughs> susan oh you don't realize that colin uh farrell actually made like a he, yeah. he he basically started that campaign when he spent half of his acceptance speech raving about her which was so freaking awkward um yeah. i did not like that it felt very cringy at the globes when he did that yeah um i missed I that know. who was he talking about he was talking about Anna Anna. She, what? She, she presented it like she gave him the award and she stood over there at the side and then he went on and just raved about like some like 30 seconds that, yeah about how it moved him and i don't even feel like she was receiving it that well she was just like okay that's enough yeah, yeah, it was literally cringy. So I was just like, what are you doing? Um, but I uh, no, I you, I hated Blonde. I think that was not her best performance. I don't know why she's in there at all. Well, um, well, uh, first, first, I do know Matt Mungle is in love with Anna de Armas. And I got to hear what he thought of this. <laughs> like what? Because what? I he I, Matt has a couple of women in acting roles that he loves one of them's Anna de Armas <laughs> and I don't get it if he loves her in this Matt you're you're making him just making him out just creepy as Colin Farrell right I now. know oh, you wow. are. <laughs> yeah in fact I texted her this morning and she hasn't texted me back um no you know what it was I do like her a lot I think uh we've seen her in roles where she is a scene stealer yeah um and I Nine's think up. she has yeah, yeah, that uh, the James Bond, the James Bond pick uh, that one. I, like, I thought she was going to be this great returning character, and she's in and out, and it's like one of the best parts of the movie. Uh -huh. um, I didn't blame her for Blonde. As horrible as Blonde was, I never blamed her for that that movie. I think she did what she was directed to do. Uh, yeah, it wasn't perfect. Um, she displayed a lot of emotion. So I say all that to say I don't think she should have been nominated, but I'm not going to hate on her for getting the nomination at all. Yeah. I think she's um, a superb talent, and I think none of, none of the blonde faults are hers. But I think it's Kate Blanchett's to lose. Oh, I, I'm going to be pissed if she wins this. I mean, her speech at the Critics' Choice was awful, uh, and I just think Michelle Yeoh is so much better. I even think Michelle Williams is better than Kate well, Blanchett. Well, I was going to say, now, if you could just go by deserving, I think Michelle Williams was amazing in The Fablemans. She was my top pick. She hasn't won, but she was my top pick in this category um, all along. I just don't, for some reason, they're not picking her to win, but I thought she was fabulous. All right. All right. All right. Susan, Susan, what do you think? Yeah, uh, I'm with Brian on how I would be like, I mean, obviously, Kate Blanchett is a great actress, whatever, but I wasn't crazy about her speech either at the, the Critics' Choice. I, I'm, you know, I shared my thoughts about this, but it was not my favorite speech. I don't really like what she said. But um, I think that Michelle Yao is like, I want her, I, this is the, 
I think if she wins the SAG, and I'm really hoping for a miracle here that she could win the SAG and gain momentum to win the Oscar. That's what I'm hoping for because I think she'll be really appreciative. And that's not why. I think she deserves. I think she really deserves. I think she was way better than Kate Blanchett. And uh, Michelle Williams was good. She was better than Kate Blanchett, in my opinion, too. Uh, but Michelle Yao, all the way. All right, Preston. Yeah, pretty much with all the acting categories, like this is the year of, uh, for me, like I want redemption. I want second chances, mainly just because they so deserve it on top of being like really grateful, thankful, thoughtful mm-hmm. people. Like Michelle Yeoh, like she's been just like the one of the biggest sweethearts in Hollywood for the longest time. And so many people enjoy working with her and she's a hard worker and her performance in this film is just really incredible to be able to just show, as she said in some of her speeches that she's gotten to show like the different sides of the diamond to her, where we've always seen like what she can do stunt wise, but to be able to see like some of the emotions that she goes through in that film um, is really incredible. So she, She's my top one to pick, uh, but yeah, Kate is really good and tar, but like Susan said, she's just a great actress all around. Like she's just kind of this unstoppable force. And so at this point, I just kind of oversaturated by her and, and especially what she said during her speech. I think she spent a great deal of her time talking about, can we take a moment to talk about Andrea Risenborough, who started like i guess self did this self campaign all these actors started coming forward and um praising her performance in this film that just kind of came out of nowhere um very last minute and it's snuck in there and uh it's been a been the talk on twitter uh since the nominations come out that people are very surprised that she, she i have not seen the movie i haven't seen her performance so I'm very curious at this point, but uh, yeah, Michelle you know, would be my top person to pick, but uh, all right, Kate, Kate's probably going to get it. I hope not. Hopefully hope not. Hopefully, hopefully not. not. I'll be <laughs> upset. All right. Actor in a supporting role, Brendan Gleeson, Gleeson and Banshees, Brian Tyree Henry and Causeway, Judd Hirsch and Fablemans, Barry Keegan and the Banshees again, and then Key Hugh Kwan and Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mean, it has Only to be Key Hugh Kwan. I like all these people. Like Barry Keegan is so good. Judd Hirsch is so good. Brian is so good. And Brandon is so good. But I want Key Hugh Kwan. He's been taking it. And I want him to take the Oscar so badly for this. I just, I would love it. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, he's got the momentum. He's got the support. Um, I think it's his to lose. Um, to me, the weakest person in here is, is Judd Hirsch. I like yes. Judd, but I, what he did in the Fablemans, I'm like, you could have put anybody in there. I have Thank no you. idea. This is a iconic old man Hollywood nomination. That's all mm-hmm. this is. I mean, um, he was so, good. He did. I mean, he was great put, in like the five minutes he was in. But but I'd put Paul Dano in there over him in a heartbeat. Yeah. Or I would even put Seth Rogen in there over. Judd Hurst, if you got to pull somebody from this film. For real. That doesn't even make any sense. He was in there. I thought with all the hype when I watched that movie, I thought he was going to be in there much more. And I was like, that's it? And then he's getting nominated. I'm like, look, no. you're a great actor. Look, this is, are we really, what is that? For that yeah. performance, that. Yeah, he's he's no Viola Davis. He can't go in there no. for five minutes and get a nomination and no. slay. Exactly. He's not a slayer. He's, he's Toby not McGuire a slayer. over him. Right? How amazing would that be? Too. 
Yeah. How was... amazing would that be? Uh, wh- who do y'all want to win this? Is everybody Kihu Kwan? Yeah. He, it's his to lose. I would say this is almost probably out of all the acting categories, this seems like the most lock. Okay. I would think. But he's winning it all so far. I mm-hmm. hope so. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. All right. Actor in a leading role Austin Butler and Elvis, Colin Farrell and Banshees, Brendan Fraser in The Whale, Paul Mescal and After Sun, and Bill Nighy in Living. Uh, the Paul Mescal and Bill Nighy threw me for a huge loop. Uh, but again, I am Brendan Fraser, whale, a hundred thousand percent all the way. Uh, Matt, is that is that an agreeance? Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, there's there's no way. I mean, Austin Butler did an amazing job, and if it wasn't for Brendan Fraser, I would he would be my pick hand down. He is a strong, strong second to me. But what Brendan did with that dialogue and what he worked with, and the emotion and what, yeah, I think it's it. I don't know how he lost the golden. Well, I do know why he lost the golden globe. Yeah, but, you know uh, why he lost it. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think if he doesn't win this, it I, I won't have anything to say. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to be super upset if he does not win this. He needs to win this. He deserves to win this out of everybody here. Uh, and I mean, just awesome Butler seeing him in interviews and stuff like that. He just seems almost like he's not there or like he's not appreciate. I don't know. It just, he just seems very strange to me, but Brendan all the way, uh, Susan, what do you think? I think with Austin Butler in interviews, the one thing that's like thrown me off is that he still is his voice. He's still like chosen to keep the Elvis voice. And I, I remember Austin Butler when he was not Elvis, that is not how he sounds. So of course. It's like he's still in character. He doesn't drop character to the DVD, DVD commentary. commentary. <laughs> even past it, apparently. Even past it, apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's a little odd to me. Um, but, I mean, this is the category that, like, I will be the most upset about. If Brendan Fraser doesn't win for The Whale. I have watched so many times the his acceptance speech at the Critics' Choice. I've read articles about it. I've watched things behind the scenes. And... I cry over and over again. That performance was next level. Austin Butler was really great in Elvis, but the depth that Brendan Fraser went and also the comeback story. I am a big fan of this and I just, and I love Brendan Fraser. I'm just so happy for him. So please win, please win. Yeah. Preston. Same. Um, I'm, it's just Brendan Fraser needs to win it. Um, everybody else, uh, I kind of expected that the ones that you mentioned with uh, Paul Mescal and uh, Bill Nye, even though I did enjoy Bill Nye's performance, I just, um, how do y'all feel about like Tom Cruise not getting in there? I mean, Tom Cruise is good in Top Gun, but he's not best actor material. <laughs> he's Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise is always Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's yeah. not, I, I liked him in it. I just, he's not, yeah, I, I wouldn't I w- put him in there. I would swap him for Bill Nye, though, because I don't think Bill Nye did anything all that, like, in comparison nope. to Tom Cruise. I'd, I'd go ahead and do, still wouldn't want him, Tom Cruise to win over Brendan Fraser, but, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I think Bill Nye, that's definitely some, like, that's just like people being like, oh, we have to give it to Bill Knight, like as if it was like Meryl Streep or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, neither one of those guys are taking like night acting classes to help out. Like, oh, I got to take some extra acting classes to be different. They're just showing up and doing what they always do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I want I want Brendan Fraser all the way. We're rooting for you. Okay, 
The big category, our last category, best picture. You have Women Talking, Triangle of Sadness, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, The Fablemans, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Elvis, The Banshees of Inishirin, Avatar, The Way of Water, and All Quiet on the Western Front. That's a big, uh, wide gap of different types of movies there, which is always cool to see. Um, Before you get to it, uh, we'll start with Susan. Is there anything you wanted to see on here that's not nominated that should be on here? Um, The main thing is instead of, well, just... I, again, I'm kind of surprised by Triangle of Sadness. I would have loved for the menu to be on here. I just, I I can't, like, can we swap that? Like, literally all the awards that Triangle of Sadness was nominated for, if it could be the menu, I would be so ecstatic. Even though it's not going to, like, win necessarily, but... Um, the menu is great. But acting, everything, the menu is great. And from what I'm hearing from people, since people are now seeing it, they're like, that movie yeah. is so good. So... It, and it's well reviewed. Everyone liked it. I just and it's such a great story. I, I, I'm really shocked that the menu didn't get more attention. I think it should be in there. But, I agree. Yeah. Um. So, what do you want out of these pictures, Susan? What do you want best picture to win? And what do you want? I mean, my favorite film of the year was Top Gun Maverick. So obviously if it wins, I'll be happy. But at the same time, I've kind of just accepted that I think uh, everything, everywhere, all at once um, is probably, well, I'm not going to say it's going to win because I mean, uh, there's some other films I think could win still, but I would be just as happy for everything, everywhere, all at once to win. So, I mean, I'd be happy if Woman Talking kind of swept, yeah. is not going to win. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say Top Gun and everything everywhere all at once. Okay. Matt Mungle, is there something on here that you want to see and what do you want to win? Well, first of all, I'm surprised that Babylon's not in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would, the, the triangle of sadness and, and women talking is in here, but Babylon isn't in here. I don't, I don't get that at all, but, and even all quiet on the Western front who is nominated for international film, then keep it there replace it with something else. There's other stuff that should be in here, I think. Um, and we could even talk about, Brian, you brought up the comment, should international films be able to make the best picture category, which we've seen it. We've seen it with Roma. We've seen it with uh, Parasite. Was it Parasite best? And it won best picture and best foreign yeah. language film, didn't it? Right, yeah, it did. And I liked Parasite. Parasite. But again, so, it's like, why do they get two options? You know, like I just no, I agree. It doesn't agree. make sense to me. But uh, I want Top Gun Maverick to win. I want Top Gun Maverick to win, but I'm worried that either Tar or The Fablemans is going to win. I don't know if the Oscars are behind everything, everywhere, all at once, like the rest of the world is. I'm not. The Oscars are very, they, very like, they like what they like. They like what they like. They like old school. So I could see them giving it to The Fablemans or Tar. Um, tar? Seriously, but- Tar. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, Tar won best film at the LA Film Critics. LA Film Critics gave Tar best picture of the year. I mean, that that's their sense. their backyard. Yeah, so, you I, know, I it's know. crazy. And so this I, is gonna I, be insane. I have a question. So we all love the movie The Whale. Are you shocked not to see it for best picture up here? No. Um, I'm not shocked for that. Uh, 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 because of the how strong everything was. It is it is such a front runner in all the categories we've talked about, 
but that doesn't necessarily make it best picture. best picture. Okay. All right. I'm curious. I'm curious. So what do you want to win, Matt? What I want to win is Top Gun. Okay. Top Gun. Top Gun. All right. Preston, lay it on me. What do you think should have been on here? And what do you want to win that's actually nominated? Uh, in a Dream World, Babylon, Bones and All, Batman. Uh yeah, those I, I'm I was very happy that women talking made its way in there. Um uh, just because of how Sarah Polly seemed to either be not included as much as I wanted her to be in some of the awards shows, uh BAFTAs included. Um so I was very happy that she made her way in there with her film. Uh Everything Everywhere All at Once is probably my film that I want to win, but Top Gun I would also be really happy with. Um I feel like with what Matt said about Oscar voters tend to kind of pick something that's a little more traditional. I feel like they flip-flop. They one year coda. Very yeah. safe movie. Don't understand. I know people love it. Don't understand why it won. Um, but oh. then same thing with Green Book. I know, Matt, you loved it too. Um, so there's just like kind of like these safe packaged films that release. But then every other year they'll pick Moonlight or they'll pick um, uh, I can't, Parasite. I don't know how Parasite. Par- like ones Parasite. that are that push the grain a little bit and are a little more edgier and so i could i could feel like if it's gonna come down to two everything everywhere all at once will be the one that's like the 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 more fun adventurous pick for them but i feel like fablemans is gonna be the the safe choice for them but this is if they did safe last year do they do they bounce back and forth? Because safe. I, last I mean, if they kind of stick to what they've done in the last couple of years, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, Fablemans has been. I mean, it won Golden Globes. It's it's won some other ones. Um, well, Banshees too. Banshees has been doing well. Ban- yeah. Banshees could get it. I actually didn't think Coda was a safe choice. I thought Coda was them. Fine. That was the first stream. It's a safely made movie. Maybe yeah, like it's a, a safe choice. Yeah, right. it's a I, it's I, a feel good movie that everybody's going to embrace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was happy with it, but I mean, I also was very upset that Nomadland won the year before that, and I oh, good god, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Nomadland. Everybody yeah. did. Nobody has seen it since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I would love to see something like what Preston said, the Batman or Bones and all, or even the Northman on here. Yeah. Uh, there are just so many other great, even the menu on here is best picture. Like that movie, like could take a lot of these spots out. Uh, but, and I'd like to see the whale on here, but that's just me personally. But I really want either everything everywhere all at once or Top Gun to win. I'd be fine kind of with Banshees, even though I loved it. But mm-hmm. yeah, everything everywhere all at once or Top Gun, uh, I would hope for that. So so I'm just curious. So if Fableman's wins, how are you guys feeling about that? I, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be upset You're too because I You're feel upset. like, okay. yeah, that's just like, oh, it's Spielberg. It's a movie about making movies, whatever. There's other, like Babylon was better about movies making movies yeah. than yep. Fableman's. So uh, I like Fableman's a lot. It just, 
is it best picture? I don't think so. So I don't know. That's that's where I stand. I think it's everything everywhere all at once or Top Gun. It's it has to be those two. I swear to God, if Tar wins. <laughs> I will flip could... a table. I'll be so pissed. <laughs> I'll be so... I will definitely cuss. I will definitely cuss. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's pulling out the cuss Film words it. now. <laughs> the curse my words. Parents, I've been watching it at my parents' house. My dad got on to me when we were watching The Critics' Choice, and he's like, he thought I'd be like mad. I was freaking out over Brendan Fraser, and he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> like, don't worry. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out. All right. All right. So before we end this podcast, I'll go down each the line since we're at, you know, the Oscar thing. Matt, what was your favorite movie of the year? Ooh, that's tough. Can I give three? Give three. Uh, okay. The Menu, Babylon, and The Whale. Okay. And, oh, and Top Gun. And Top, Top Gun. Gun. He forgot. Yeah. Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun. And I forgot, I forgot Glass Onion, too. Okay. So that's my top. That's top my five. Top, five. top five. All right. Five. Susan. Well, since Matt did five, I'll do my top three, which was the menu, the Batman, and Top Gun. Damn, look at that. That's good. Uh Preston Barta. The Batman was my number one. I'm trying to think of like what would fall. I guess Top Gun, the Northmen, Bones and All, and Babylon. Ooh, I like it. I like it. And I guess I would have to say the whale. I would have to say Bones and All, and I would probably say The Batman. That would be my oh, top three. No Top Gun? I mean, top five is Top Gun, but I was doing okay. top three. All right. Uh, yeah, for sure. Those would be... I, I just love The Whale. I, I've I've watched The Whale like over 12 times. Jesus <laughs> and Christ. I love it. Are so you? Much. You've got to be over exaggerating. I'm not. I'm not. I I just like well, put that movie on and let it attack me. I love it. That's a lot. That's a lot to put yourself through. I I love it. I like it. Uh, I I do enjoy it's great. it. So good. 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 I haven't even watched the Batman that much. Really? <laughs> no. I I have watched the Whale a lot. Uh, it is so good. So yes, the Oscars are coming out. Uh, very soon. I'm sure. If you follow Susan Preston and Matt on social media, if you visit Matt at uh mungle shows at mungleshow.com that works is that, is that true well that and or the entertainmentanswer.com they both go to the same site yes the entertainmentanswer.com and the mungleshow.com susan kamyab stevens at this chicksflicks.com or irving community television ictv and then press and barta at the denton record chronicle and freshfiction.tv. You can find them all on Twitter and Instagram. We are, especially today, I'm sure we're going to be getting into it on social media uh, about these Oscar nominations and all that, but we will be tweeting and streaming and all that good stuff on the actual day of the show. But thank you for listening. The Oscars nominations, let us know what you think.